welcome to Connect, Inspire, Create. I am your host, Carol Clegg, your accountability biz coach, helping global women in midlife who are starting a lifestyle business. I call it a lifestyle business, one that is geared towards creating a sustainable and pleasant work-life balance, rather than solely focusing on profits and working too many hours. I'm here to help you find simple systems for goal setting, marketing and time management, and I help you track the progress. And now, on to the conversation. Welcome to our listeners to the next episode of Connect, Inspire, Create, conversations to inspire women business owners in midlife to take that next step. And our topics include everything from entrepreneurial journeys that others have taken, what they've learned along the way, exploring mindset and motivation and some of those things that can block us from stepping into what we want to do, and then having a work-life balance along with marketing tips for what I like to call your lifestyle business. And I am excited. This week, I have Pam Darman. Pam, I didn't even check in with you first how to pronounce your last name. I hope I didn't butcher it. No, it was perfect. And with your accent, it sounds so much more sophisticated. I love it. I think I'm going to try to imitate that now when I tell people. Welcome, Pam. It's lovely to have you join us. And I know that we've got so much to share with our audience today. I wanted to just start with what Pam had shared with me and that you can find on her website, which will be linked in the show notes, that Pam started as a blogger, but moved very quickly into the creative process of designing digital products. But before we get into knowing a little bit more about Pam, I'd love to just introduce you to our audience. You're a homeschooling mom of two neurodivergent boys, a wife of 22 years, a business owner, And we're going to explain a little bit more to our audience how you manage to do all of this with multiple chronic pain conditions. And looking at you, I know my audience can't see you. You look beautiful with a gorgeous (laughs) smile. So you're certainly hiding that, um, (laughs) that you're having to deal with that. But I know that you do want to work with female coaches and help them design their digital course products. So we've got a lot to cover, but I wanted to let our audience know just a little bit more about Pam behind the scenes. And so (laughs) what is a fun fact that others might not know about you? Um, I, this is always such a hard question. It is, you know, uh, (laughs) I don't know. I always feel like people have these exciting things, you know? So I think the weirdest thing, I think maybe this is a weirder thing than a fun fact, but my dad, my dad was a business owner. He was a contractor. Um, he, uh, was a framing carpenter and he built homes my entire childhood. And I loved spending time out on my dad's projects and we would go and we'd have picnics. And it was just, it was just an amazing childhood. And, um, as I got older, when I became an adult, I started working for my dad's business and I went and I became, um, OSHA certified, uh, the safety, uh, competent person for my dad's job for my dad's job site. So, um, and I actually started my very first digital products that I created actually were for my dad and I created his safety manuals. I went out to the job site and took pictures and um, I was the only woman 
in the OSHA competent training classes. So here I was surrounded by all these kind of burly construction men in here. And, you know, of course, your listeners can't see me, but I'm five foot two, very short, very small. You know, so here I am, I show up and I'm in here with all these, you know, just big construction, you know, I mean, I mean, and these were seasoned construction workers, you know, and here I am, I'm like, hi, you know, and so um, I earned their respect before the end of the of the training, though, it, it was hard won, but I got there. So it was it was an interesting experience, but I was really proud of that accomplishment and uh that position that I had with my dad's company. I think so. so. And I think how wonderful because isn't that daughter-father relationship so important and what a beautiful way to have cemented it and then taken that on. And I have to share, I understand your struggles just a touch because my sister, my younger sister is in construction and she's in the UK, but she Mm -hmm. has come across exactly those same yes. kind of, it's so tough. And she's tried to help women who are wanting to step into the industry yeah. and encourage them to do so and to get the yeah. training. So kudos to you. Well done. You. That, yeah. <laughs> and then obviously that stepped you into, as you said, your first digital product. But <laughs> yes. would love to find out from your business, is there a specific part of your business in that branding and digital products that really brings you joy, that sort of sets your heart on fire? I love connecting with my clients. I I love meeting people. I am a raging extrovert. And, you know, I just find so much joy in connecting with other women, seeing the amazing things that they're doing and just, you know, just really connecting on that level. Um, you know, as a homeschooling mom, you know, um, I have done that for the past nine years or so. So, you know, I've sort of been out of the workspace for a while. So kind of reigniting that you know, feeling of connecting and feeling that contributing to other people's success. Um, I I just, I love that so much. And that's a wonderful combination. I too am a homeschooling mom and homeschooled Mm -hmm. all, you know, from first grade um, until graduation. And Mm -hmm. I don't know what state you're in, but we lived in Florida for a short period of time, a fairly long period of time. So supportive to the homeschooling. Yes. so that, I'm, yes. yeah, as I say, I'm not sure what state you're in, but having that support in that team. But what a wonderful combination, as you said, that, and I know that you're going to share with us, because I think perhaps there's probably a few more people that have moved into the homeschooling after the pandemic. Yes. And so I'd love to sh- you to share with our audience about, you know, running a business and homeschooling. Yeah. How do you divide up your day? How, does, you know, <laughs> how do you prioritize? And then, of course, you've got to have flexibility. Right. Yes. So I think the biggest thing for me is being organized. I love my planners and I joke that my planners have planners because, you know, there's just so many things. And I actually created a specific planner um, that was kind of, it combines personal homeschool and business so that I had everything at my fingertips in one place. And that was really helpful to me because you know, at, at a glance for my week, I can see, and then, you know, I, I do a lot of color coding with my highlighters and I, you know, kind of color code what meeting is for which thing, you know, that, that sort of thing. And, you know, what we're doing for school gets highlighted one color, anything that's work related gets, 
I'm very old school when it comes to my pen and paper planner. I, I love guess. that. So. I, and I think that's such an encouragement because there certainly are, and you know, most of my audience is midlife women. Right. And sometimes they find all the techie tools a little challenging. And yes. yeah, I love it. So I kind of think, oh, well, I, I gravitate to that, but absolutely agree with you on the color coding because yes. it makes it so easy. It stands out. Yes. I do that on my Google calendar yes. and color code. And it just helps to, as you say, highlight and get that bird's yes. eye view and exactly. glance. Yeah, exactly. down. Um, then you. every day I can sort of look at it and just kind of glance and go, okay, I have this and this and this, you know, and, and just at a glance and it's not, I don't feel so scattered that way. And I think right. that that's really key, especially for me, um, you know, and I know we'll, we'll talk about this a little bit later, but some of my um, health conditions, um, I have, I can get brain fog sometimes. Um, mm-hmm. And so that, you know, just having something that, a system I created that is simple, you know, and I think that when I first started, um, started out blogging and, and, you know, started trying to build my business, I got a little bit um, shiny object syndrome, you know, like let's, you know, this and that thing. But I've realized that simple systems get the job done. And the same thing is true for homeschooling. You know, I don't have a complex um homeschooling day, you know, there are some, you know, there's a million ways if, you know, if there's a million homeschooling families, there's a million ways to homeschool, right? Everyone is going to do something different. Um, But I, we use a combination of technology. Um, I set my kids up in Google Classroom, so they have all their assignments. So my boys are older, they're 11 and 16. So they're able to do some things independently. So they're able to go into Google Classroom each day and go, okay, here's my math lesson I need to do. Here's this lesson I need to do, you know, and, you know, I have this reading. So anything they can do independently, they do. And then anything they need my help, you know, one-on-one help with, then I can do that. And so um, in about two hours time, I can get all of the uh, one-on-one work done with them. And then, so we do that first. Um, and then, uh, then they're free to finish up their independent work. And then that allows me to move into the rest of my day where, you know, then I can, you know, clean up some things and then, you know, kind of jump into the work right. that I have. And I mean, so. you're in the creative space, so you're yes. designing and branding. Do yes. you find that there are certain times of the day, I know that everybody finds this different, that you feel more creative? You know, I think sometimes it depends on the day. Um, mornings are not when I'm feeling the most creative. Um, a lot of inspiration will hit me in the evening, um, which, you know, so when I think when I've kind of quieter, I think, and, and my brain is a little bit kind of slowed down and then it's like, oh, here's an idea. And then, you know, my husband and I could be sitting on the couch watching a show and I will jump up and say, I'll be right back. And I come in and, you know, make some notes or something. And I'm like, you know, he's used to it by now, though. He's like, okay, I'll pause it, you know. And right. Yeah. So. I'd love to throw into that mix because, I mean, I those ideas, I keep an idea book and I mm. just jot them all down in there yeah. just like you're doing now is capturing them so that you could perhaps come back to them later. Yes. Um, yes. But not to discard them. And yes. so, yeah, it's interesting that your creative time is is in the evening. And that kind of makes sense with what I'm listening to, especially while you're homeschooling. Yes. You've got a certain element of busyness. And then as your yes. day winds down, that yes. allows you to become yes. yeah, more creative. That 
And then I'd love for you, Pam, to share with our audience, because there are other people in a similar condition, I'm sure, is how to manage living with chronic health issues, homeschooling, and then showing up in your business. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's been a challenging experience, I think, uh, especially the homeschooling, I think, because, uh, you know, it's not just myself, it's, you know, it, it's, I have that added pressure of, hey, I can't mess this up, you know, right, this, is, right. this is my children's education. So um, flexibility, I think, is really key, um, you know, and and keeping a, a rhythm and not a rigid schedule, because if I try to plan, okay, at 8 a.m., everybody's going to get up and we're going to do this and that. It just, that does not work. Right. So, you know, we have a routine. We get up, we have breakfast, we have a little free time. Then we get into our school routine. And then, you know, and, and I feel like keeping um, expectations um, realistic right. really matters as yeah. well. Because, you know, a lot of people try to, when they homeschool, and this is true when you first start, most of the time, people try to kind of recreate public school at home. And that is really not, it, it doesn't translate well. And it's a lot of stress on the homeschooling parent. And it's actually a lot of stress for the kids too, because it's just, you know, especially like my boys, they they don't do well being forced to try to sit still in one place, you know, and, right. and my youngest, he spends a lot of his day on his yoga ball bouncing around while he's working on the computer, you know, Love it. so yeah, that it's respecting so, that individuality yes. in those children. Yes. And I think that is the beauty. I mean, I know we're getting off topic, but while I am an advocate yes. yeah, for homeschooling, because you're respecting that child's learning style. Yes, um, exactly. And you're gifting them, you know, I have found subsequent, my kids weren't the best students and kind of fought a lot of the things that I wanted them to learn. Yes. But it, in retrospect, now I love learning. And yes. so that's, you know, such a gift that you, but I agree with you that flexibility is important. And as you said, keeping things simple, because yes. you don't need that clutter that unfortunately no. comes from the school that you've got to right. achieve you, all these things right. and have to be or, an A student. No, you don't. <laughs> or that it needs to look like A, B, and C. You know, I mean, you can watch a documentary and learn more in an hour than you might learn in a whole week reading something out of a boring textbook. You know, I mean, it, it's just, it just, depends. And, and I think, and like you, you said about loving learning, and that's what I've tried to, to, to instill with my boys. And we do a lot of reading, like um, audiobooks here, we listen to audiobooks together. I've tried to sort of cultivate um, sort of an atmosphere of, uh, of stories, if you will. And like, so we, we will listen to these just engaging stories and then we will discuss them and discuss the themes and the, you know, and not so much break it down with, you know, the grammar and this and that, but, you know, just learning from the entire experience of it. It's more of an organic learning right. experience, if and that that's, makes sense. Yeah, absolutely. And I think that it's, it's probably the retention Yes. has got to be so much um, more improved. That. Yes. What do the boys think about your business? Do they have any leaning to design and creativity? Actually, they are both quite creative. Um, my my oldest especially loves music and he can, um, he will listen to a song and then I will hear him in on his piano and he will be playing it and in just a few minutes. So he's quite talented when it comes yes. to that. And then my youngest is a whiz on the computer and all things tech. I've actually had him 
help me. Um, and he's only 11, but I've had him helping me some on the back end of some business it's things. Fabulous. So, yeah. which it's been great. And I was actually just thinking this morning, I think I'm going to hire one of them to do some, um, social media stuff for me, mm-hmm. you know, where mm-hmm. they can post some things for me. And absolutely. So, yeah. That's yeah. a lovely learning skill. And then just sowing those seeds for entrepreneurship. But I exactly. love that you had something on your site that said brand is the story. Yeah. Design is the storytelling. Yes. I'd love for you to share a little bit more <laughs> behind what that looks like. So I really think I think this comes from my love of stories, truly, you know, my, the, the whole atmosphere in our home. And, and I think that when people are coming to our websites or, you know, or looking at our programs that, you know, the way that we're presenting ourselves, you know, we are telling a story and sometimes we don't tell the exact proper story, you know, like our, our, what we're presenting doesn't quite um, express what we want it to, I think. And, and, and so I feel like, um, you know, when we're, especially with things like digital products, like, you know, sometimes a a coach may have some, you know, a great coaching program, and then they send out something that, you know, isn't branded that doesn't go along with, you know, and then it sort of sends the mixed messaging. And I think that when it all is flowing together to, form something cohesive. I think it's really beautiful. And I think it's really powerful in that way. Yeah. And I love that, that you said that because absolutely, I mean, I think it also ties in with authenticity and showing up and then claiming that you can be. Um, So I'd love for you to just share with our audience how you would help them. And then I want to just dig in a little bit to your Facebook group that you've got coming up and and share that with people if they want to learn more. So if someone was going to work with you, what what is it that you would offer to help them with? So I am working primarily with um, female business coaches who are looking for, they're looking to maybe free up some time in their schedule. They're, you know, maybe they're doing a lot of one-on-one coaching, or maybe they have a group coaching program and they're looking to maybe add another income stream and do um, a course and to sort of, um, you know, expand their audience or free up their time, or maybe, you know, maybe even um, eliminate the the one-on-one service altogether for health reasons or whatever it might be. So um, what I'm right now, I'm working on a product um, that I'm super excited about. I'm working on a digital product planner to help uh, sort of coaches who can plan out and kind of strategize how they want to take their service to a digital product, whether it be a course or eBooks or that kind of thing. Um, So that's something I'm getting ready to put out. But then I also offer um, design packages. So let's say, um, you know, there are core, a a coach and they're working on the copy for their course, but then they might be overwhelmed by creating their slide decks or all the mm. assets that go along with it, their social media graphics and all those things. So I offer um, a couple of packages of fully customized packages where I would create their entire um, assets for their course for them using their copy. So basically they might send me Google Docs, and then I'm going to make it pretty and awesome for the presentation of their course, if that makes sense. It does. I think that's such a wonderful service because once again, coming back to those million ideas, and yes, you have the idea, but you cannot execute them all. 
as yes. a solopreneur, we, we tend to sometimes hold everything close to our hearts and, and not want to delegate, but yes. we are giving ourselves so much more freedom to be in the space of what we do well yes. if we delegate. Yes. But you mentioned to me when we started our call that you, I know that the best places to find you are on Instagram. And then I said, where else can people connect with you? Yes. Um, and you said your Facebook group. And yes. you've got something exciting starting tomorrow. So do share. Yes. I do. So I I recently started a Facebook group for coaches who are looking to create their courses and I'm bringing in various experts and we're going to be doing a question and answer format every Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. So if you are a coach who's looking to create a course or another uh, entrepreneur, it doesn't have to be a coach, but if you're looking to put a, a course out there for the world, uh, join my Facebook group and, um, I am going to be presenting so many experts that I'm so excited about copywriters and marketing experts and design experts, of course, um, and some tech experts. So we can get those questions answered about all the tech on the back end of those things that are so many details, right? So it's a lot. Absolutely. So. So I'm going to pop that in the show notes. Um, so that you'll know that it's 2 p.m. Eastern time and I'll have the link to the Facebook group. Will they be able to find that link on your website? Because I'm just sort of thinking about when our episode comes live, um, yes. I want them still to be able to catch up with you. So we'll ma- yes. I'll make sure to you know, have that in there, um, both the links and to the Instagram, the Facebook, and then, of course, um, I'll just spell out Pam's website for you, but it's P-A-M-D-E-A-R-M-O-N creative.com. So, Pam, thank you so much for joining me today and for just sharing some wisdom and advice on how to balance this all. And I I love the planner and the highlighting. Thank you. (laughs) And so for those that have been listening to us today, I hope you've enjoyed this episode, that you're encouraged, and we'd love for you to share it with your friends and leave us a review and explore your own way of connecting, inspiring, or creating this week. Pam, thank you so much. Have a beautiful day. Thank you. Thank you. You too.